Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. As was widely reported and much expected, Bill Belichick, the New England Patriots, parting ways after 24 seasons. While this has been headed this way, we're going to talk about everything. Decision to do it, how it went down, um, the fact that it does seem to be amicable. The two sides are going to hold a press conference later today, which we're going to attend. We'll try to bring it to you live, and we'll bring you all the reaction after. Um, A succession plan, what they should do, what we think they will do. Uh, And then, you know, spend some time obviously celebrating what I think, you know, is – I hate using the term arguably – Belichick's the best football coach who's ever coached, and I don't think it's—I I don't think it's debatable uh, in terms of what he's done in a salary cap era and his unprecedented success over this much time. I think it's stupid arguing. I and I—I I think when you say arguably, you're talking about the greatest head coach in any sport, any professional American sport of all time. And if he's not number one, he's on the Mount Rushmore of that as well. And so the guy's going to get his due and he's going to get his flowers because while this is something that I think is necessary and had the change, I don't know that it's instantly going to get better. I think it had the change, Um, but it's still kind of a sad day for people who kind of, you know, grew up in this era of Patriots football, Taylor, and saw all this. This was a gift given to us uh and this signifies the end of that and when things end obviously you're going to reflect and i think uh you know belichick's tenure is going to be uh, that's going to be what we're going to think about almost right away more than the failure and more than the end and more than how things went down Uh, and that's not always the case with people so uh, your initial reaction now that it's just gone like now that he's gone and now that it's happened it's weird right where it's weird waking up to a non-bill belichick Patriots world as you never have in your life I never have I mean this is my first year on the beat this is crazy I uh it's even it hasn't set in yet but I I covered the last year of Bill Belichick's career with the Patriots that's just insane I mean I agree like it needed to be done I think in my head I was already kind of ready for it I would have frankly been stunned if he stayed that would have been the real shocker to me um but still, you can never really prepare for something like this and how it feels. And, you know, I mean, he's an, he's an incredible coach. And you saw that even, you know, all the issues with the offense, all the issues with special teams, the defense was dominant. They lost their two best players and still finished top 10 in DVOA, which, you know, I know, stat nerd, who cares DVOA? They were still a really good defense. Everybody drink. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it, all you had to do is watch. Like you could see, this wasn't some defense that was phoning it in. This was a well-coached every week. If you watch past daily, and I did my behind enemy lines type segments where I would watch film uh, with people who covered other teams. Every single week, people were like, "Man, this defense!" Whew. Because just how well they get to their landmarks, how disciplined they are, how well they tackle their recognition and the fact that when you see them, you know, playing man coverage, zone coverage, whatever it is, they always seem to know exactly where to go. They seem to know what's coming. And that is something that players always harped on with Belichick. Jabril Peppers talked about it constantly how well he prepared them. And, you know, it came out in the report that the Herald had with Andrew Callahan, obviously CLNS family, and Doug Kide, where 
they uh, interviewed somebody on the staff who was like, Bill goes up in front every week and tells us exactly how we need to win. And we just aren't doing it. And the players just aren't executing. And then when he says, you do this, you'll win. And you don't do this, you'll lose. Well, we do the things he tells us not to do. And, you know, it's pretty predictable. And it didn't matter who was going to come in here. There's, there's going to be a drop-off. Um, you know, you're hoping that it's kind of evened out by the defense improving, maybe better special teams or a more, a new philosophy on special teams and, you know, not keeping eight or 10 guys who are only special teamers, but aren't very good special teamers. You know, like the reality is I've seen so many people on Twitter kind of make it seem like, oh, Belichick's done all these good things. Why would you want to let him go? I think you have to be honest with yourself. And this was a team that was in need of change. Belichick said there were a lot of things that needed to change. And he said he wanted to be a part of that, but when you have Gerard Mayo, who, you know, it seems like it already seemed that way for the past year. I wasn't totally sure about it, whether it was, you know, he was staying for personal reasons or whether it was that he expected to be the heir apparent. You have the belt, you have Gerard Mayo in waiting. Obviously, Vrabel's on the market. So you had options. And at some point, as great as Bill Belichick is, he's going to continue to coach. But you had to move on at some point. It had to happen. And you could have dragged your feet for another few years and maybe you had the same product. And then imagine how much worse that would have been if you saw minimal change, especially in the front office, where who's going to tell Bill Belichick no? You know, he said himself, yeah, he was willing to take a step back in personnel. But he also said that somebody needed final say. That person is going to be Bill, whether you bring in Scott Pioli, whether you bring in Thomas Dimitrov, whether you bring in Adam Peters. Bill Belichick is going to be the one at the end of the day who stamps and says, yes, I approve. So there had to be some level of change. And I mean, it's going to be drastic. It's good that you have guys like Gerard Mayo and Vrabel who are at the top of the head coaching candidates list who have familiarity with the team, but also can bring their own style. I don't think anybody or nobody should be expecting if it is Gerard Mayo that it's going to be business as usual the way we've seen it. He is a very different person. The way he addresses media is very different. He's very transparent. The way he addresses players, you got a player's coach. I think Bill is a player's coach. I don't want to, you know, I think that obviously players love him. You've seen Mac Wilson has been tweeting about him and Nick Saban uh, for the past 24 hours because Nick Saban obviously retired yesterday. Players love Bill, but players also love Gerard May and have a ton of respect for him. He was the de- uh, he was the leader of the defense when he played as the middle linebacker. You know, he's accomplished. He's going to demand immediate respect and already has experience in the building. Uh, but yeah, it's just I'm, I'm kind of just spewing all my thoughts because I'm. But it's all, but it's all coming out at once, right? Because that's the thing, and like so, you know, I think I think we'll move on. I think we'll get to like, hey, what happens next? Because it's very interesting and 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 strange and confusing and almost scary. Um, you know where they go. The NFL season is wrapping up, and there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I tweeted this a short while ago. I'm standing by it in the sense that I I know Mike Vrabel has not learned coaching under Belichick, but I believe he's learned football under Belichick. Mm -hmm. I believe he's cut from the same cloth. um, And... um, you know, and that's actually a guy who's relatively young in, in the coaching world uh, with kind of an old school philosophy uh, in terms of how he is. He's the leader of men type of guy. Uh, and not to say he's not super smart, uh, not to say he wasn't excellent. I think he made um, a lot with a little in Tennessee and, and they exceeded expectations based on um, what they had on their roster. So this um, he was an excellent head coach in Tennessee. But 
it definitely gives me pause that the start of the press release um, when they let him go was they're looking for somebody to be a little bit more innovative and forward thinking. Now that could mean the forward thinking views of the organization where they might need to take a step back before they take a step forward and Vrabel wanted to win now. But it also makes me think that they thought he was a, maybe a bit of a dinosaur there, or maybe just in terms of his thinking that it wasn't in line with the direction that they wanted to go in terms of analysis. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, we actually, so, so it was, Described that um, at first it seemed like Mike Vrabel and uh, first-year GM Rand Carthon didn't get along and that they had butted heads. That's what reports were. Then Ian Rappaport came out yesterday and said that it was a big part of it was it's actually more about ownership than the general manager – or I'm sorry, than um, team leaders because – Vrabel never shot down rumors that he wanted to be back with the Patriots. Obviously, he came back after uh, being inducted in the Patriots Hall of Fame, and he addressed the crowd during a game, and he said, we've got a game to win, which I was I was there, and I tweeted. I was like, whoa, that was awesome, but also super bizarre to see a player who – or to see a coach um, who leads a team in your conference use the term we, even if he is a former player. That's pretty strange. Um, and, yeah, I guess that he didn't do anything to dispel those rumors and ownership wasn't happy with it. So, you know, there's so many things flying around, but you, you can't just poo-poo something that Ian Rappaport says. So that's a pretty significant part of that as well is that yeah. he had ties to the Patriots and made no efforts to say, yeah, no, I have no interest in going back there. Which I'm is fine. Like- and so that made me think it's a fait accompli. But to kind of bring my thought full circle – Fair or not fair, personally, I I truly believe that a a clean break from all things Bill and a completely new system and new faces and new blood and people who don't have any ties or loyalty can sometimes be a good thing. I know the uh, I know the ownership. I love I know people want to kind of maintain the line. Right. Oh, the ex coach, the ex player. And there's something to be said about that. But I do think the Patriots have had such a full experience over the course of 24 years with people coming in and out as assistants and this and that of having done things one way. I would be interested for at least for them to entertain the idea of doing something totally new and different. I want that, I want that, you know, new sexy hot thing, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. But, um, again, I want them to at least think about it. I don't like the idea of just being entrenched in institutional thinking uh, all times and, you know, the Patriot way and this and that. The Patriot way was Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. That's the Patriot way. Those things are gone. You have to accept that it's over, right? We are in a new era, and I think you have to embrace that. But again, not to say Mayo or Vrabel might not be great, whether it be here or somewhere else. Personally, I would like the Patriots and Robert Kraft to expand their thinking beyond that in their search. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's basically a done deal. As far as Belichick goes, going back to him, I think among the things that we talked about, uh, you and I offline, and we've talked about, um, you know, on some shows and things that we've had leading up to it, um, you know, and, and I know we discussed it before you kind of wrote your piece, which you guys can check out on CLNS Media, talking about both Bill Belichick's kind of legacy and what led to this uh <laughs> Thing and all of the missteps along the way over the course of the last three or four years. Uh, it's certainly sad, um, but, you know, it, it's, I, I think, deserved if you just look at the snapshot of those last four years and you can't think about the past. But uh, what I always thought with Bill, and you have that great Bum Phillips quote that everybody talks about all the time, that he can take his in and beat your in and you turn around and take your in and beat his in. This is what I always thought the Bill Bell, what you'll miss the most from Bill Belichick is, I don't even know if you could quantify it in Vegas point spreads. I believe he gave you a touchdown end. 
You know what I mean? A touchdown advantage. I mean, over every team. If home field is three, I think Belichick gave you seven. Like, I think he was his in-game and the game planning that led up to things and the way that he would approach, you know, how he would tackle an opponent and being among the first coaches that would consistently change up an entire, you have teams that can only do one thing well. Belichick had teams that could do everything well and they could change it on a dime to be able to make you play left-handed or play to your weaknesses or take away what you do best. And no, and it seems obvious, but Football's so complicated and so intricate and takes so much planning, prep, and understanding that you most teams can't do that. They can't change their identity week to week. And the Patriots could, and Bill Belichick would literally – it was – during this era, both era one and era two, Taylor, you'd go into games with – you know, there's there's a few things in sports history that you knew were certain. And one of them, you know, especially in my in my time as a fan, one of them was Pedro Martinez starts. And another one was Bill Belichick uh, walking on the field and absolutely under no circumstances having any chance to lose a particular game. You know, That's a weird thing in football to know that there's no way this team can beat us. Not because we not because there's a bunch of different things, you know, on the team and Tom Brady and this and that, but because Belichick. there's no way that guy over there is going to come up with something that this guy over here isn't going to be able to counteract or isn't seven moves ahead of already and has figured it out and knows what's going to happen and is, and, and, and has already accounted for that. And then what you're going to do to counter that, then what you're going to do to counter that. And that's a massive on field edge that I think is going to be the thing that they lose and, and it hurts them the most. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's seen more football than anybody who's coaching right now. And that's just the bottom line and his ability to, I know um, I started watching the, when I uh, started working on the top 10 piece that we're going to drop later today of moments in Belichick's career, I was watching the do your job well segments. And I know Josh McDaniels was mentioning how it was just uncanny, his ability to just kind of find the vibe of a game or practice and understand when to kind of turn it on and when to press guys, when to pull back, what to do in terms of just game strategy. And that's one of the biggest things is the ability to adjust in game. There are so many coaches, especially young coaches. And, you know, as they usher in a new era, you don't know how that's going to look, but Bill's ability to understand the flow of the game, what needed to change, how to inspire and motivate his players. Those are just things that not everybody has. He had those in spades. And it was an incredible thing to watch. And then you want to talk about as a talent evaluator, like, you know, we can offense recently. Yeah. kind of dropped off, but the defense, like how many guys did we see break out this year who fans basically had as afterthoughts. You think of Jelani Tavai just making plays on a consistent basis. Anthony Jennings becoming one of the most disruptive edge defenders in the league. That obviously has to do with coaching as well and position coaching. And then Belichick's now that I'm talking about position coaching, Belichick's ability to find good position coaches who understood how to get the most out of players, even if they didn't necessarily have a background in their position or even in football. Mike Pellegrino did a phenomenal job with the cornerbacks and he played the cross. Like just Belichick was so great at finding those people who were great communicators and, you know, effective leaders. And it's so many qualities that, you some coaches have a few of these things some coaches have a few of these things Belichick just stacked all of these positive qualities together and it's, it's yeah. incredible he I, does I, and I I I, 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 <laughs> I I want to address a couple things I honestly like one, one thing for sure and I know you see it in the uh 
Um, you know, you're seeing some in the chat, and I know some fans feel this way. Uh, guys, it's there's two separate things. You can talk about the greatness of Bill Belichick and also recognizing that he needs to move on. And honestly, I think, look, you can argue that he needed to stay, and I, mm-hmm. I think it's a fair argument because you might think what com- what's coming is worse, and you would rather just live with a few more years of Bill and ride it out until it's dead, 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 and then make the change. I understand that thinking. What I don't understand is thinking that, oh, you guys were critical, so you can't say something nice about him. Look, both things are true. He's the greatest of all time, but at this point, whether it's age or whether him being too entrenched in whatever it is that he's thinking, it, it, it's gotten to the team. When you're in charge of everything, you get a lot of the credit, and you know what? A fair amount of the blame. And so this four-year, five-year, six-year snapshot, you know, in the last years of Brady, even though one of them resulted in a Super Bowl, um, and 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 all the way to now, is a lot of mismanagement and a lot of things um, and a lot of poor decisions and poor personnel decisions and poor decisions with the coaching and reluctance towards to accepting outside ideas or new things, not embracing an analytics department. I'm sorry, at this point, I, you hate to sho- shovel dirt on a, on a man's grave, but Bill, some things had passed Bill by or some things were just, he wasn't interested in even trying. Um, and, and what's Bill's like, own philosophy? You move on a year early rather than a year late. That's and, and He so, says that all the time. <laughs> and, and so he's done it and he's been brilliant with that. And again, we didn't even add that to his list of his accomplishments. Go over the list of things. This, this And one of the reasons Bill Belichick skated is everybody was wrong about everything for 20 years. So you just assumed you were wrong now, meaning like mm-hmm. that he knew something you didn't know, no, which of course he does. He knows everything we don't know. That's not really the case, but really more that like, this will probably work out because it always does. You were just used to it, but it's not the case uh, anymore uh, in this thing. And you're right. It's, it's sometimes you just have to move on. Go, go over the history of Belichick's tenure. How many times he let somebody go and they're like, man, that, that, that was bad. First 20 years. Uh, Asante Samuel, end, end, end of, end of list, you know, like not a lot. Uh, And you saw guys go Trey flowers, JC Jackson signing these big, big deals elsewhere. And you're like, yeah, they all end up back in new England. Jamie Collins doesn't matter. Um, because he was getting the most out of everyone. He would elevate them to a point and then he would recognize when it was time to go. And he was brilliant at it. Um, and, uh, recently, that wasn't as much the case. There were some very questionable personnel decisions. Um, the, the handling of Joe Tooney, uh, you know, uh, you know, as as example. Uh, obviously, the the free agent signings. There's a lot of things that kind Tom of Brady. <laughs> I, I mean, and obviously the Brady thing is at the top so much so it's been talked about ad nauseum. It's almost mm-hmm. not worth continuing to bring up. But you mm-hmm. know, and again, I think the this comment is the most you know at, uh, you know appropriate. GM Bill got Coach Bill fired. Everybody seems to think that that's very likely the case, um, and I think it is. There's, and that's where I think people are having a tough time with the separation. Taylor mm-hmm. is like you're losing that wizard on the sidelines who gives you that touchdown or more edge, uh, but he no longer can take his in and beat your in because his in is so bad because of the teams he put together and what he thinks makes good football players nowadays that you wonder if he's just kind of lost the plot there a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if, if we live in a world where Tom Brady, you know, stayed with the Patriots, got a little bit more say and got to pick some of his own groceries, 
Bill never gets fired. He goes out on his own terms because then it's the defense is still, he gets all the credit for that special teams. You know, you're not going to get fired over special teams, but on the offense, you have Tom Brady being able to lift all ships and then maybe he gets some of his pieces. Then everything ends just storybook ending, but that's not what happened. You know, instead you had Brady leave and then you try to fix it. Obviously 2020 was a really weird season. I don't really like holding that against because you had so many key players that opted out due to COVID. They had a ton of cap restrictions because a lot of it had to do with Brady and the way they had to kind of work things around for his contracts. So then, but after that, you had the Mac Jones era and then it looks kind of pretty good in 2021. And then obviously all the things with the head coaching staff, it's a disaster because you have an inexperienced quarterback an inexperienced quarterback coach and offensive coordinator and things just kind of fell apart. And that was when you started to see, I know personally, I have always or was always a Bill, uh, in Bill We Trust guy. But in 2022, you started to see, all right, these decisions that you kind of expected, oh, they'll make sense down the road. They weren't making sense. And they were actively hurting the team. And then you get to this season where, yeah, you got Bill O'Brien, but you also have a mismatch coaching staff where you have the old regime, Bill O'Brien, and a couple of his guys, and then Adrian Clem, where things never really gelled. Obviously, injuries were a massive part of the season that I don't ever want to overlook. Because not having Joe, not having Cole Strange and Mike Emanuel healthy to start the season, and then obviously Cole Strange having to battle through his injury throughout the season right until the very end, those were massive, massive factors in the offense's inability to really ever pick up any steam. And But again, the defense played well, but there were just things that you couldn't ignore. And it didn't really seem like there was any way to fix the issues there without getting a different voice in the room and somebody else who was calling the shots up top. So, and especially with, as we mentioned, even if the offense did get better, it just didn't seem like a healthy situation among the coaches, especially when they were clashing with the front office. So it stinks to say, but I do think we need to look at the entire picture here and that yes, Bill, the coach was doing a phenomenal job preparing his team, motivating them and getting them to, the offense to sometimes punch above their weight and the defense to keep them in games that they had probably no business really being in. But at the same time, the talent deficiency on offense, it wasn't just this year. It wasn't just last year. It was all the way going back to Brady's last season. It wasn't the reason that Brady left, but it was a contributing factor. And even when they tried to fix it with the Nikhil Harry and the Muhammad Sanu, obviously those ended up being disasters. So we have to be honest in our evaluation of why this happened, but we can also acknowledge that Bill Belichick had the greatest run for any coach in sports history put new England on the map in the sports world and just did so many things for not only the sports world, but for the community, all the, you know, all the joy that he was able to bring to people with his victories and, you know, with all the things that he did in new England. So, you know, I, 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 I just want to say yeah. that, but I, I think it's important to look at the big picture. 